Um, okay. I'm ready. Are y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Sure. Let's get this party started. Um, I'm not going to do an accent because I can't. No, none do of us should. <laughs> it's so bad. I just sound like I am, but you'll uh, know it when you hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, a sometimes twice weekly show inspired by the show Too Beautiful to Live. I'm Hillary H. Baum, Garrett Livingston Butler, coming to you um, surprisingly from the Real Housewife Studios in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. Um, it was a great flight. It's beautiful here. I'm so excited to be here. They do have a great Real Housewives fan- franchise here, so it's lovely to be here. Um, and also joining me today from uh, the opposite part of the country in the Gold Coast Studios in New Brighton, New South Wales, it's Anne, don't at me, bro, Lundholm. Good day, mate. Good day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um like weirdly, it's so weird that she also is in Australia, but from the Mur- I know. <laughs> from the Murrumbidgee Studios in Wagga 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 Wagga, New South Wales, it's uh, Meredith, the MBH Van Ham or Van Harn or Van Harn Harn. Harnav. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Meredith. Hi, it's gorgeous here. I'm the only one of us who isn't on the coast, but okay. I've got the Victory Memorial Gardens. It's just really beautiful around here, too. So. Sounds lovely. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I might make the journey. Um, and because he couldn't let the coven record unsupervised, uh, coming to us from the Island of Criminal Studios in Pirates Bay, Tasmania, Australia, it's veteran podcaster and veteran criminal, Mike Frizzell. Hi, Mike. <laughs> Yar, Hildog. <laughs> Thanks be to Quantus. <laughs> oh, it looks lovely. Honestly, I think that Mike might win as far as beautiful locations. I think we yeah. might have to journey there. And, you know, we're going to talk about the LRB picnic, but um, surprise, it's actually going to be in Tasmania. So, yep. Get your passports ready. You got a couple yep. months. <laughs> Um, All right. As usual, we'll go through some LRB business, tackle this week's TBTL hot topics, which are not many, (laughs) but, you know, squarely centered in the continent of Australia. Um, uh, And by squarely centered, we do mean squarely centered. Squarely centered. Um, Do some housekeeping and finally tell y'all how to get involved. And with that and my mate, get us into the business. All right. Well, the LRB picnic, I have it on Friday, July 26th, starting at 5 p.m. And I think that's going to stay the same. But maybe instead of Richmond Beach Park in Shoreline, we will go to Pirates Bay slash Eagle Town. Was that what it was? Pirates Bay slash Eagle Hawk. Yes. Eagle Hawk Hawk Neck. Neck. Welcome all. Gateway to the Tasman Peninsula. So, ooh, they Group got a tap discounts for available at the car park. <laughs> yeah, interesting. In the recent posts on the Pirates Bay website, the the most recent post is find cancer early. <laughs> so, <laughs> ooh. 
They're doing a lot of outreach on the city websites of They Australia. sure are. <laughs> Let's find out what's going on this month at the Neck. Well, that's from February. Um, if we go back in time, on Thursday, February 7th, we can see Wild, the Oscar-winning movie starring Reese Witherspoon. On Saturday the 9th, we'll see The Mercy. Who's in that? Mm-hmm. Oh, Colin Firth. Okay. Rachel Weiss. I did not okay. know this movie. And the Eagle Neck Hall Market, Saturday, I assume it's every Saturday, from 9.30 to 1.30, local art and craft, pre-loved books, <laughs> oh. plants, home-baked goodies. The Pirate's Pantry serves teas, espresso coffee, and delicious snacks. <gasps> that sounds wonderful. Ooh. I just so want to circle. To do. I want to circle back to the mercy. How did I not know there was a movie with Colin Firth and Rachel Vice? I love both of them. It looks great. <laughs> Limited Australia release. I don't know. Well, you can ring Dave for more information on six two five zero three nine four nine. I love it. That's either too many numbers or not enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. You just said numbers until you stopped saying numbers. <laughs> There was a niner in there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um. Anyway, so, I mean, I guess we have, we put the deposit down in <laughs> Richmond Beach Park, but maybe we can get it back. Mm. We'll see. Um. And the other thing that we decided was uh, that you should bring things that don't have sneaky meat in them as your right. potluck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, it's fine for it to be obvious meat, right? <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Brisket, you know, I can identify that. <laughs> yes, it's not sneaky. Um, speaking of, how do I want to transition this? Speaking this, speaking of conversations where we decided on uh, food for the picnic, uh, we had a Friday show. A final Friday show was uh, last week where we talked about all manner of things and dove into the mailbag and finally cleared it out. I was feeling so anxious about all the. Uh, emails, throw your phones that we hadn't addressed because I don't want anybody to think that we don't care or that we're ignoring them. So I'm very happy. I feel like I super want to tell people that it is only due to the editing of Bobby that it was not completely obvious what a complete shit show that recording was. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Um, really was. I I, want to make it clear that Mike was not just randomly interrupting people. <laughs> Mike was on an almost five second delay. Your internet was acting up so badly that we actually thought you were screwing with us to be funny. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And it took us a while to figure out, no, you were actually on a delay behind us. So if things were a little bit wonky, that's why that happened. And he uh, fixed most of it though. He honestly. did. He, he did. Fixed most. He did. There were a few things that uh, couldn't, couldn't be fixed but when i listened back to it i was like oh that actually is listenable and not the terrifying shambles that i thought it was gonna be so (laughs) that's how it felt when we were doing it it felt like it was gonna be a disaster it did it did so uh thank you very much to bobby for doing some great work Mm -hmm. to make that show something that we could actually present to people without embarrassment um on that show mike and i had a kind of a serious conversation about you know our relationship with tbtl and how we feel and how we talk about them and we did check in with each other afterwards like you okay 
we are we good? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> right. We're good. Right. It was one of those one of those where you just you just want to like. <clears throat> was there anything else? You know. Yeah. We didn't say because we were being <clears throat> polite. I guess. <laughs> Attempting to be professional. No, we were totally right, good. Right, we right. we weren't fighting. We were just working through some issues. But Mike, you did come up with something that we should talk about, which is we designed a listen. A, <clears throat> excuse me, a statement of LRB core values. You want to talk about that? Well, we are essentially still a startup. We're about four years old, right? Right. Somewhere around there, so we can still claim to be a startup. We don't make any money. Um. Uh, we're all, we're all kind of, um, working for free at this point, but, uh, so I thought, you know, any bullshit startup needs some bullshit core values. So, uh, (laughs) I came up, I came up with, uh, 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 or, and, and helped with this. I only came up with the first one. (laughs) Right. The first one, uh, the, the, the acronym is lead L E A D. And the first one is listeners matter. Yes, that, mm-hmm. and, and that's, that's nice. Yeah. And why do you think we were talking about that um, <laughs> this past week? It's a study of contrast. Um, yeah. Um, the E in lead is embrace awkwardness. Uh, don't don't ever feel, you know, um, you can't talk about anything with us. And and we and we care and we will we will embrace uh, we embrace our own awkwardness. Yes, so. we do. Yes. We have plenty of it on this show. <laughs> the A is the one that I have always liked the most uh, in lead, and that's always be connecting. Um, I think that's that's the only reason TV tell is still very important to me, and it, and it is the main reason that LRB is important to me is because um, you're all my friends, and this is my life. So... A is uh, it's got me a little teared up. So Anne, why don't you take us home with the D? <laughs> and the D. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> the D stands for don't sugarcoat it, and I think we have that one pretty well in hand. Our sugarcoating is the very thinnest of coats mm-hmm. around yeah. here. I think, and we'll always be truthful. Yes. <clears throat> Yeah, and and that's that's the reality. Is I like I don't I don't want to I don't want to uh, just because I'm trying to protect some small piece of friendship that I have with those guys that I that that I, I'd be like, oh no, don't say that shit about you know no, fire the, all the guns and I'll fire mine as well. So <laughs> let's do it. Don't sugarcoat it. That's I, what makes it fun. Right. I was thinking about the um, the ten Slack channel. That's up and I am not in it, but I did see like a screenshot from the beginning where someone posted a very mild criticism of TBTL. Like, uh, I think it was, it kind of bugs me when the guys are always saying that they need to get to the break and then they don't do it. Mm -hmm. Either get to the break or stop talking about how you're not getting to the break. And Andrew jumped in and he was like listen we want this place to be like a fun happy oh place if you want to um criticize tbtl go over to lrb and i was like Ooh. oh ouch okay oh um but i reject the idea that if you're a fan of something you can't criticize it no it's nuts 
you know, I have loved TBTL with my whole heart for a long, long time. But that doesn't mean I think that, I don't know, they're, they're not my boys, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. their mom or their friend or anything. <laughs> and if they do something stupid, right. I want to be able to talk about the flaws mm-hmm. of the show. And I don't want to have to sugarcoat it. I'm not into the idea of hurting anybody's feelings, but let's be real. It's not a perfect show. And they're not perfect people. No. Neither are we. And that's fine. Nope. As I am reminded every day. <laughs> not a perfect person, <laughs> no matter how hard I try. Yeah. Well, you're the most perfect of all of us. Yeah, man. for sure. Oh, no. It's it's all a, a thin skin of insecurity <laughs> forcing me to <laughs> pretend to be nice. Oh, well, so you I... actually hate us all? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, well, fair. let's just see. say I saw my therapist yesterday, and I had a lot to say about all of you. Oh no! <laughs> See, I'm such a I'm such a like a vain um, psychopath that I'm like I want to be in that room. What did you say about me? I, what did you say? Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> Maybe my that's god. what she said. <laughs> my friend Hillary is a vain psychopath. <laughs> oh my Hillary, god! I think I, I think we all have those feelings. It's just none of us express them. So you know, yes, openly. I, I would posit that it's emotionally healthier <laughs> to get those out yes for sure all right well that's so they're our... the they're the core values i yep. like them lead i like them a lot um, and thanks for taking the d <laughs> <laughs> anytime mike anytime <laughs> let's hear about the uh the wave of terror that swept through manchak this week well uh it was it was just just uh just last evening um yesterday afternoon actually um on the on the weekends, Emily runs off into Austin, you know, back to all of her old like uh, uh, masseuses and nail vendors and and, uh, and masseuses, brow waxers. Really? And, yeah, her best friend's a masseuse. So um, mm. I don't know if she has another one. Then mm. then that then Not I'm joke. suspicious of the, of the second one. But, I think um, massage therapist is the preferred term. Masseuse has some oh, other oh. connotations. It does. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know okay. that. Yep. Yikes. Look at you with the search terms um, limiting our vocabulary now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll take she a note from on the that best. Okay. Massage. Yeah, massage therapist. And so she she does a lot of stuff, and then she comes home, like, late in the afternoon. And, and so she came home uh, late in the afternoon and um, came into the mountain room and showed me a picture of what she had seen in the garage on her way in and it is a black widow spider in your Uh, garage in our garage large black widow spider in our garage um we've had tarantulas uh here and now we have black widow spiders we have scorpions um i'm getting less and less comfortable uh living here (laughs) just daily uh emily thinks this one is pretty funny i think because she sees that it kind of got to me um because tarantulas aren't are not that poisonous and i knew i knew that you know they're they're creepy as fuck and they're huge or whatever but black widows are very poisonous and now we have one in our house mike you know we we do have them in michigan they're there are only two venomous mm-hmm. spiders in Michigan, and that's one of them. And it's not indigenous, and it doesn't live through the winter. So it's pretty rare to see them. But when I was three days old, one bit me on the head. 
Ugh. What? Yes. Well, that explains some things. I know. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah. So my mom has this three-day-old infant, and I had this enormous, it was like right above my eye. Oh huge, my huge, God. like inflamed egg basically on my face from a black widow. And I survived, and I was a tiny, tiny baby. Okay. Well, I just want to know how we can keep her from finding fellas. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, she might have already, if you want to have nightmares tonight. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the bite story and then that the, those encouraging words about. You need to call. Yeah. Do you there, have... There's probably five dead dead guys in her web right yeah, now. Yeah, probably. Do Bye. you have a, a an exterminator, just on a practical note? We don't. We 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 did in Kyle. Well, you had to. Um, for all good, all the good that did. Um, I had to in Dallas. I'd but, never had one in my life in Michigan, but in yeah, Dallas, I had to. I, I talked about it this morning, and Emily's just like laughing at me. I'm like, you know, the shit we spend money on, and we have a black widow spider. Around, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> we don't need Hulu or whatever. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, let's get rid of the poisonous things in our house, please. I'll give up cable. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I'll watch sports on my phone. I don't want spi- I don't want deadly spiders in my house. I don't care about spiders. I just don't want deadly spiders in my house. Spiders, a, a non-deadly spider. I'm sure hundreds of them have crawled into our mouths of, as we've slept. You know. Oh yeah. Who cares? Deadly I, spider. I, I no. care. I I care about that. Well, I mean, I care, but there's nothing you can do about it. So nothing you can do. I can't do. get and too it, bent out of shape. It's harmless. Yeah, it's harmless. It's protein. But it's okay. I, I just, you know, so 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 we've had the the tarantula, uh, two tarantulas, I think, uh, and now we have the black widow spider. We're just a a hobo and a brown recluse away from hitting for the cycle, <laughs> hitting for the terrifyingly, <laughs> legendarily poisonous spider cycle. Not right. to court trouble, but who knows? I mean, the the brown recluse could be here, you know, because you never know. You know, he, yeah, right. He he's he doesn't he's not taking visitors, you know, I until mean, he is, and then you reach into a box and and you don't get your hand back. It's curtains for you. Well, okay. So what this makes me realize is that we need a, a another bingo game. It's going to be the mm. LRB spiders bingo. <laughs> And uh, so at least when you get bitten by the brown recluse, somebody listening will be like, yes, that's the last one I needed. Oh, It'll right, 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 right. Yep. Sure. Yeah, we'll send him a, send him a, a doormat or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's the big prize. Spider squares. Let's everyone pay 10 bucks a square. Yes. Uh, well, keep us appraised of the situation then. Well, I I don't even know how Zillow works, but I was on Zillow for <laughs> two minutes. Well, it would be a shame for you to move out of Manchac. Uh, not now. You now can't do it that, now. Now that the the getting around is so easy. Yeah, we're connected. The toll road, and yet it's Hillary. Who yes. wants to talk about the toll road? I, this is just taking oh. over this I can't believe program. This is such a big story for you guys. Okay, so I'll set the scene. Yesterday, Bridget's at. I didn't intend to do it before Mike. I really didn't. I wanted to like. I wanted him to drive on it. I wanted him to be the first. But yesterday, Bridget got invited to um, at like a fancy pool in like way southwest Austin. Like it was like 
south of Slaughter, whatever. It doesn't matter. She got invited to this pool, but she had a birthday party on Manshack Road, sort of near Mike, not super duper far. No, that's not far. Yeah. What? It's not far. No, it's not far. Yeah. Anyway, so so I'm I go from uh, I'm like put into my ways, and we're a little bit late for this birthday party, and I'm like shit. Like I, I how am I going to get there? And I look, and all of a sudden it pops up, toll road, <laughs> state highway. 45 Southwest and I'm like is it open so I go it was a little bit tricky to get onto it because you whatever I just wasn't paying attention exactly how I was supposed to go and so I like had to do a few loop-de-loops to get really on it but it was lovely you mean you haven't been watching it relentlessly for two years (laughs) um, hoping and praying every uh yeah (laughs) no so from Mopac which is the highway that I use that is like integral to my life uh um from mopac to um 1626 is that what it is mike that's the yeah that's you can just go on this little toll road and right now i do have a toll tag but right now it's free for the whole month so it's very exciting i didn't have to pay a toll it was thrilling anyway so it took me from like these places which are not necessarily far they're on the same mm, like latitude line but they're distance wise like kind of you know probably six miles or something it took me like I don't know 10 minutes it was just a very quick little jaunt and I didn't have to sit through lights really and it was lovely and you know it was Saturday so of course there's not that much traffic but Dave and I have thought sometimes about moving to this neighborhood called Shady Hollow which is sort of near Mike a little Mm -hmm. bit because we like the houses down there but the problem is, is there's essentially one road to get into town. Like, that's it. And Mike's take, I'm sure Mike has been on this road called Brody 1,000 times. I mean, it's the way you have to get into Austin. And it's... I've been parked in front of sh- the Shady Hollow, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, monument sign. Yes, so I can't even imagine. It, <laughs> For much, much time. That's always our problem is I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to, you know, move down there. And just, you know, we both have to go into town and I don't want to deal with with Brody all yeah. the time and there's just lights. Oh, it'd be way worse for you guys than, than it ever was. would be for, for Emily. And but I. now with this lovely state highway, which Mike has celebrated <laughs> party. <laughs> it was wonderful. It was really, really nice. So I, I was excited. Well, first of all, uh, Emily hates you. <laughs> How <right now>. dare <laughs> you? Oh, she, she was, she was mad. And then she got mad at me because after she got home and, and we, we got into the spider business, I was just in no mood. And, and she was like, let's go drive on the thing. And I was like, I was shook up. I'm like, we got a fucking poisonous spider in our house. You know, maybe I should want to leave, but I, you know, now I have to go through the garage where, you know, Teresa Russell, the, the black widow um, from the classic 1980s movie is living. Um, you know, I just wasn't I wasn't in the mood for it. And she was still kind of mad about it this morning as she took off up to to go to some business up on Mopac or whatever. So she got to drive on it this morning. Um, the she was really disappointed because when she left for her errands yesterday, uh, it was supposed to be open and it wasn't. Damn it. So that was sad. But uh, the, the second thing about it is the the free the free toll road for a month. That's genius. Yeah. yeah. That's how yeah, they get, get you. Hooked. Yeah. The and you're first like, hit Oh my is free. God. 
because they're they're not a week goes by, much less a month, that I'm I'm not on Brody just sitting there steaming about <laughs> not you know being able to get where I need to go. So they they'll they'll have me. Oh, yeah. They had me at hello. <laughs> they had me at you know when this thing probably passed. Uh, the city council before I even moved here. So. When you were still up in like North Austin, you're like, yes, right. You got me. Yeah. Pass that shit. <laughs> Who knows? Let's get going on that. Come on, guy. I can't believe you just did a Teresa, Teresa Russell reference. <laughs> yeah, that's a great movie. Great movie. Isn't, is that Deborah a, Winger? Is that a Come Ken on. Russell movie? Didn't her husband direct the movie and then he cast I, her as the lead in all of them? I can't remember. I remember I the first movie remember. I saw her in, and it was called Horror. And I was like, whoa, as like a, <laughs> as like a 12-year-old. I'm like, what is this? She was, she was Kathleen Turner, you know, B-side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is great. <laughs> you know, that, 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 was, that worked for me at the time. That was enough. I imagine it did. (laughs) Wait, I just have to read this line from her Wikipedia because it is wild. At 16, she dropped out of high school and moved in with a 28-year-old boyfriend who was a primal scream therapist. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Everything about her screams freak. I mean. Oh, my goodness. She's a freak. All right. let's. (laughs) Now she's living in your garage. (laughs) Yeah. There she is. Yeah. Just killing dudes. Left and right. Laying eggs in my mouth. Oh, God. Well, on that note, let's go do a couple of Jam Tracker updates. We got... Jam Tracker. Jam Tracker. Wow. Beautiful. Nice. Uh, We got a donation from Kathleen Sullivan this week from Polesbo, Washington. I always think Polesbo sounds like a beer. Do they make beer there, Mike, in Polsbo? Uh, I, I don't think they do in Polsbo. They sell a lot of uh, RVs. Oh, okay. Well, that works, too. It's the RV capital of, <laughs> of uh, Western Washington. Um, and Kathleen sent us a lovely note. She says, I love you guys. I listen to you every week, and you never fail to make me laugh out loud. Oh, Thank you, Kathleen. Mm-hmm. That's very, very nice of you. Uh, also, we got a donation from Christine Mello from Wiley, Texas. All right, Texans, there. where's Wiley? It's up by Dallas. Mm-hmm. When I was in, um, uh, surprisingly, I was a drama kid. I know that will no. shock a lot of y'all. <laughs> um, and I was in these things called one act plays where you it was like competitive oh, yeah. theater. I did the lights for one act, so yes. I, can't, I don't have any place to, to talk shit. <laughs> Uh, and we competed in uh, against in Wiley. I think that they like held the the uh, regionals or something. Yeah, and it's like up by by Lake Ray Hubbard, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not yeah. super far from Dallas. It's no. like a you know exur oh, or no, far suburb of, yeah. of Dallas. I did um, stand up paddleboarding there, and Duff fell in the water forty times. So it was really <laughs> funny. I thought you were going to say I did stand up comedy there. And <laughs> no. I was like, Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> wow, Meredith, that is no. a different side yeah, of Meredith on, on a paddleboard. It was weird. <laughs> People like it. 
Well, Christine also sent us a note. She says, your wonderful friendships and conversations delight me. I time bandit episodes, so I always have one if I need to cheer myself up. As an example, listening to episode 398, Do You Like Drum Circles? And Anne said she was making a key lime and ginger tart. Just as I was thinking, ooh, Great British Baking Show, she clarified it wasn't the one Ryan made that Paul said was the best thing he'd ever eaten. Perfect. Thank you for being your awesome selves and keeping the show going can i go back to that episode of great british baking show for just one minute i think it was that challenge no i have i have five more minutes on Teresa russell so (laughs) you've you've been bumped and i'm interested um, in i think the challenge was to make an american style pie i i do believe and the british have a slightly different concept of pie than we do and it was clear that none of them understood what an American pie yeah. actually was. And the big, I don't know if I talked about it on here before, but the weirdest choice on that show, as far as I'm concerned, was the lovely Catherine who decided to make a chocolate peanut butter pumpkin pie. Yeah. And I went, what? <laughs> and she was like, my brother lives in America and he says that they love peanut butter. And I'm like, yes, we do love peanut butter and we love chocolate and we love pumpkin, but we don't love all three together. That That's is weird. a weird combo. And it combo. was disgusting. So. Doesn't the peanut butter make it too thick for a pie filling? Like too, like, like, like you're eating fudge or something, you know? What's all wrong with that? together. <laughs> Well, eating fu- eating a fudge pie. I mean, I think just the, why bother with the crust? I think the just objection is just the flavor combo is poor. It's the pumpkin. Yeah. It's the addition of pumpkin. But usually, when you uh, put peanut butter in a pie, you mix it with something like whipped cream. Yeah, yeah, that you gotta lighten yeah, it up yeah, yeah. a little bit. And it's true Nicely. that they don't have they don't have good peanut butter over there. I don't know why. No, it's not hard to make good peanut butter. You just mash up mm. some peanuts, but their peanut butter is garbage. When I was living there in the 80s, they didn't have peanut butter, mm-hmm. really. You would have to go to, like, an American expat store to get it. So it's a relatively new thing for them to have Yeah, I'd butter. been hearing tale of this for years. And so when I was in Italy, I tried some, and I was like, yeah, this is disgusting. <laughs> How do you mess up peanut butter? Yes. Right. Not hard. Well, Catherine's pie messed it up good. So have I mentioned that I'm rewatching The Great British Baking Show for the, I don't know, eighth, tenth time? <laughs> can always tell uh when i'm starting to have some uh depression issues because that's the only thing i find myself Mm -hmm. capable of watching anymore i'm just like i'm gonna watch four episodes of baking it just makes you feel good i understand i'm right there with you i love it it does it does um so anyway thank you kathleen thank you christine we appreciate you thank you um see back to our core values lead and we truly feel that way about you so with that, let's get into some uh, TBTL talk. Sure. Um, this week, the guys were in Australia. I mean, it's so weird that we're all there at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's just, don't you think? And far flung, but like also beautiful places that right. people should probably with go to when they're visiting less Australia. Less flies. Yeah. Good but comfortably enough far away from the guys where they 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 are not going to have to encounter us. Oh well, yeah, no, that's no, no. the last thing they want to do. So, I we mean, wanna... I'm on a beach for God's sake. Who <laughs> wouldn't cut them, catch them dead down by no, the beach? I'm strolling through some memorial gardens. It's very beautiful. <laughs> um, um, I'm I'm on a dock telling lies about how I lost. <laughs> Each leg. You're like in a date. Right? One in a one in a pirate incident, and another in a in a uh, 
a bizarre gardening accident. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hope that one of those has always got to do with the military, so people will buy you free drinks. <laughs> oh, right, right, yeah. Uh, World War Two. Australia did fight in World War Two. Yeah, you could switch it oh, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were quite young. <laughs> I'm aging into the role. When um, I when I let my hair grow out, it's there's there's quite a bit of gray. So excellent. Well, let's start with a couple of throw your phones that were for I think the Australia experience in general. Uh, I think Tyler summed it up very well. He says yes. peace and love, and I'm sure the boys are having a great time down under. But the TBTLathon episodes are consistently among the most boring content they produce each year. And we still had to endure a god-awful Blur's Day segment this week. I guess if Qantas is willing to fly you to the other side of the planet to record a week of shows in the middle of nowhere, go for it. But they might as well do the TBTLathon from inside a broom closet next year. It would be just as interesting and engaging for the listener community. I can't wait for them to get back to the U.S. and tell us about their trash collection. (laughs) I sense a little sarcasm, but I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, Bobby's been saying for weeks that they could be on a soundstage in Van Nuys and we would never know. They could. Right. So we've not heard a single screen. Australian voice. Nope. Well, they played something from the ra- radio, like the Australian radio in the car. Yeah, it's called briefly. the Internet. Oh, exactly. yeah. That was that was genius. <laughs> that was a genius drop in. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I, I've heard Professor Bananas crying for yeah, dinner probably. at least three times. <laughs> Unlike us, who really actually have gone to Australia. Oh. I mean, absolutely. Listen to the, listen to the waves in, from this <laughs> water bottle. I have a picture of a statue on my phone. So. I'm by the waves with my water bottle, so wow. I'm just... So cool. Wow. Yeah. How are the flies? Uh, they're, they're surprisingly not bad. Um Considering, uh, you know, I do have rotting flesh on display right? Uh, out here for, for everyone's sympathy. So. Well, you're right on the coast, so the breeze will blow most of the flies yeah, away. Right away. Yep. yep. Uh, the breeze. Uh, <laughs> oh, it sounds so real. Another throw your phone from Sam. I she just nose hair. That mm, adds to the realism. Sam references Tuesday's show, but I think it really applies to the whole week. She says, tossing my phone into a kangaroo's pouch and sending it into the wild. They're in gosh darn Australia. How the hell are they still talking about food and poop? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was a, that was a perfect. That is yep. a great. Throw your phone. It's so true. How? <sighs> yep. You guys make me love my email. By yeah, the way. all you phone throwers. Yes. I mean, if, if, if whatever feelings I had about my email before, um, I know like Jeremy hates email, but I bet when he sees one of these things, he probably loves it. Like I was on the fence about email, but now that I get like three or four of these a day, and and most of them are so delightful, I love opening my yeah. email. So yep. thank you, yep. sincerely. Thank you to all of you. I pull it up on my phone and whenever it says, because it comes in through Squarespace and it says, yep, throw your Squarespace. phone and I'm like, ooh, ooh, open it now. Yeah. I made a special right. filter for but, it and put it so it goes into its own folder. And whenever I see that is bold, meaning there's a new one in there, I'm like, yes, that's fun. If you're behind, though, don't you don't you just like 
do you ever try to resist or do you just go ahead and oh no i have to check them all even if i don't know what they're talking about it makes me look forward to listening to the show yeah you're like what in the world so but i wish i had more you know discipline yeah well all right let's let's get into some specifics of australia um oh yeah they're still alive I mean, I don't know now. It's we're recording on Sunday. We haven't heard anything right since I saw Andrew just Thursday posted a, a like a Instagram story. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming unless somebody has just stolen this. Luke phone. tweeted. It's <laughs> about right. Uh, Luke so, tweeted this morning. Okay, so they are alive, alive, even though Luke has almost killed them a couple of times by driving on the wrong side of the road, including once while they were recording. Um, that doesn't make me very happy. Maybe you could just pause while he's pulling out to traffic. That'd be great. Um, uh, let's see. Should we talk about Andrew's driving here? I suppose since we're talking about driving in general, Luke drove most of the trip as we knew he would. Uh, and Andrew really wanted to try driving on the other side of the road for a day. And, Luke didn't exactly try to discourage him from it when they were talking about it, but he was like, really? Are you sure? Are you sure you want to drive? Because I can drive. I can drive, Andrew. Luke was trying so hard to discourage without discouraging (laughs) Andrew from driving because (laughs) he's not that great a driver. I mean, he has some problems with like spatial awareness, I think. Well, yes. I they were talking. They, they even mentioned the side mirror, right? Yes, um, mm-hmm. because he knocked a side mirror off like a teeny tiny Yaris or something in a huge wide driveway in Phoenix. Oh yeah, back back in the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that yeah. was when they were spring training. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't. Oh, it yeah. wasn't a big yep. RV. You're right. A, yep. Small little. Yeah. yeah. It was in a carport. It was a Yaris in a carport, yes. and, and Andrew managed to knock a, a mirror <laughs> off of uh, off of that thing. So, so yeah, like Luke, there there had to be some trepidation there. What I was picturing is like a, just a reel in Luke's mind of that scene from Bob's Burgers, where you know he takes his daughter out to <laughs> yep. practice in the parking lot, and there's one other car in like the Sears parking lot after hours, and she's just heading straight for it, and he's like, <laughs> just turn, just literally hit a brake. Just turn either way, and she's like, and I just, that's just Andrew driving through the outback. It's just he was picturing himself dying and seeing it coming. That's that's the worst mm-hmm. part. Like yeah. the the oh no, I mean okay the uh, Andrew seeing seeing his death coming on the on the Australian highway. That sounded like it took a few seconds. You know that that little exchange when Luke was going the wrong way, but um. But when you can see it coming from much further away, which I imagine, you know, if you're watching Andrew drive, I I don't think I could sleep while Andrew is driving. No, I don't no. think I could. No, and read. then it continued to develop in that conversation because once Luke realized he wasn't going to get out of letting Andrew drive, and yeah, I think Andrew made some reference to you know the hardest part would be leaving from the motel, and Luke was like, "Oh, I thought I would drive for a while, and then we would like pull off at a yeah, gas station, right. and Just... then and then you would drive." And Andrew's like, "No, no, I really want to drive in town." And Luke's <laughs> okay. like, "Okay, all right, sounds good." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like 
you know, if if they were staying in downtown New York or whatever, and they had a rental car and they were going to try to get out and go to the airport, and Andrew would be like, oh, I'll get it, you know, I'll get us there, and Luke would be like, oh, really? We're going to do that, are we? <laughs> These are the problems of friendship, though. <laughs> right, right. You enable each other to crippling degree. You can't be like, dude, you're a bad driver. I don't want you to drive. <laughs> right. Uh, but all right. So he did end up driving. I think he drove the whole day. That's what it seemed like. And he essentially had a meltdown from that, not because he did anything wrong, but because it was so stressful. Taxing. Yeah, I think. And then was this the day that they drove into Alice Springs? It was that all went together. I think it was maybe Wednesday. And so he had driven all day and they came into Alice Springs and Luke was really disappointed uh, at the grubbiness of their hotel. But that's what's going to happen when you let Andrew make the reservations because Luke's Luke's a fancy boy. He wants to Mm -hmm. be in a nice hotel. And Andrew's like, Motel 6 is Fine. Luke would Google nicest hotel, yep. you know, in 60 mile radius of whatever we need to be. I, you know, right. And I was really, booking. really, really annoyed by this because, um, I'm, yes, of course, Andrew's like cheap and he's going to do cheap hotels, but Andrew's the only planner of the trip. And I felt like it was this, it was like a trigger for me because I'm a planner. I'm the planner of my family. I'm the one that plans fucking everything and I get a little bit exhausted by it, but it's fine because I, I generally do like planning. And when somebody complains about it, who had nothing fucking to do with it, it makes me want yeah. to scream because Luke couldn't. Hi, Christy. <laughs> this is for you. Luke. Could, yes, exactly. Christy knows Luke could not be bothered to look at any of this. Didn't, I'm sure he didn't even ask. He just kind of trusted because he didn't care. And then all of a sudden it's like, I don't like it. It's like it's, my children yeah. and I want to throw them through a window when they complain about it. And I'm like, did you help? Or Dave even when he kind of is a little <laughs> pissy about it. I'm like, you didn't even look at it. I send you all the shit and you didn't even look at it. So this is what I did. I I am exhausted. Next time you get to choose everything because I'm not going to do anything. It's so rude. It's so, so, so rude to complain about something you didn't help with. Exactly. <laughs> I, I will give, exactly. I will give Luke credit in realizing he was being a baby and a brat. Yes. I will give it to him because uh, yeah, the self-awareness. Yeah, it took him a whole day, though. I know it did. Only after Andrew guilted him about his nightmares that he had. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have a confession to make, uh, Coven. Yes. Uh-oh. All right. Um, I'm, it's hard to, hard to say this, but I'm, I'm not very pleased with the way this week's show is organized. Oh, yeah? So I just want to. You know, make my feelings. Down oh yeah, I'm that. so sorry. I, what, what could I have done better? <laughs> yeah, this show sheet just, sucks. It it does. It sucks. It sucks. It's, uh, no, no, but I only worked an hour on it. I could have worked two. Oh. Well, maybe next time. Yeah, just go home and yeah, add do- thirty minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and then spend that much time. Yeah. Well, I thank you all so much for being so God. honest with me. God. I really appreciate the chance to learn and grow. <laughs> so annoying. This is making me feel so bad. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So Andrew had kind of a, like a 
I, I characterize it as an internal meltdown because he wasn't mm-hmm. like hollering or anything, but oh. he did get, he was like, I've never been this way ever before. And I don't know what's wrong with me. I think, I think really, I think the stress just yeah. caught up with mm-hmm. him and completely overwhelmed him. I was thinking there was one time I don't know if this is exactly the same thing, but I think I think it kind of is. The first time I ever went to San Francisco with my roommate, I think we were like 25. Uh, so it was our first like grown up vacation. And we went to the Exploratorium. Yes. In San Francisco, mm-hmm. which is, you know, like kind of a cross between a science museum and a children's museum. Mm-hmm. And it's on Fisherman's Wharf now. But in that time, it was in a different place. It was in this giant like hangar, like airplane hangar mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. And there was a sign on the door that said something like, parents, please allow two to three hours for your children to get the full experience of the Exploratorium because it's full of like different experiments. And, you know, this is how gravity works and, you know, all all the science stuff. And we were there for six and a half hours and I almost lost my fucking mind because my roommate was a physics major in college. And so she was very hands-on and she wanted to touch everything and look at everything. And I wanted her to be able to have the experience that she wanted to have. But as a very strong introvert, there were children everywhere and they were running and they were screaming and it was echoing off the high hangar ceilings and it was just chaos. And my batteries got drained. And for the first like (laughs) two to three hours, I was totally fine. And then hours four and five, I was kind of like... I'd really like to get out of here. I started really feeling it. And hour six, I went, they had like a small upstairs where they had terrariums and the walls were painted black. And I found like the farthest back bench (laughs) in the corner. And I sat there just to wait for her to be done. And the last half hour, I just started to cry. And I wasn't even sobbing. It was just like tears were just sliding out of my face because I was so overwhelmed by all of it. And then when we finally left, then we went to the Golden Gate Bridge and we actually walked across it. And it took all the way across the bridge and then in the scenic overlook and then halfway across the bridge before I could talk again. Wow. Because... It was so overwhelming to me. And my my roommate has never been like she's not super attuned into other people's moods. I love her, but it's not like one of her strong suits, her strong suits at all. And even she after a while, she was like, are you OK? <laughs> and I was like, I can't I can't I can't I can't just don't. <laughs> it took like 45 minutes alone on the Golden Gate Bridge before I was a human again. So I had a lot of sympathy for Andrew. Like his system mm-hmm. just got overloaded mm-hmm. and he melted down. So of course the upshot of this is that as you said, Hillary, Luke felt so bad that he resolved that whatever they drove into the next day, whatever <laughs> Andrew booked was going to be absolutely fine by him he wasn't gonna say a dang word if it was scuzzy or not smart until they drove in and they're like oh no we can't stay here (laughs) we can't was that the one where luke was like i'm pretty sure i saw a couple of prostitutes yeah i think so i think so yeah it was bad apparently i mean the thing is though is that i'm 
they're constantly surprised about the lack of amenities in these places. They're literally driving through like the desert of Australia. Of course, people don't live here. That's like I, they don't they don't live there. And the, but, uh, can I back up for just a second? I'm sorry, sure. Hillary. No, no, no. The, go, the, go. the presence of, of prostitutes is disqualifying. There's prostitutes <laughs> at the Ritz Carlton. <laughs> oh, yes, there are. I've seen them. Every time I go to the bar there, they're at the bar. Come on. But but they're talking about conventionally attractive. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, yeah, you're right. That makes all the difference. Though at the Ritz, yeah, conventionally attractive, which means I want. Mm-hmm. To have sex then it's with okay. Then it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Well, I don't know, Hillary. You're saying that the accommodations in a mining town <laughs> in the middle of the Australian outback might not. I mean, five star? There's, there's a there's a whole theme of what did you expect running through my head this whole entire week? Oh yes, um, yeah. No, I mean that's sort of the theme through all of our like you know the lack of vegetarian options or the lack of like sit down nice fancy restaurants or right. you know it's so it's like shocking to me in that I'm a planner I really really love to like pre-investigate where I'm gonna go like I lo- that is almost like the oh, yeah. m- most fun um and or like when I'm going to dinner somewhere, I like to pre-investigate what's on the menu like I have yep, almost never definitely. gone to a, a, a restaurant in the last 10 years without like memorizing their menu beforehand. I'm not even that picky of an eater. I just like want an idea of what I'm getting into. Um, And they just don't at all. Like they didn't, I would have had some like, Oh, these are some restaurants we can go to when we're there, you know, just to like have in my back pocket, just in case we like didn't find anything. And it's so surprising to me that they're going to this place on the other side of the world. Um, I mean, I guess there's some amount of like, Oh, let's just kind of, you know, be, carefree and just uh spontaneous and they're but i don't know they're planning a show that they're like asking money it just seems very odd to me that they there was less planning that went it's, into it it's really easy to be spontaneous in chicago or Houston yeah. or yeah. la but uh not uh there's not a lot of there aren't a lot of options for spontaneity you have to plan that shit yeah well and there I want to be spontaneous, but also I won't eat cheese or meat or anything creamy. Right. <laughs> or I mean, you're putting a or real vegetables limiting that don't factor. Taste good. <laughs> well, okay, so this whatever place that they pulled into in uh, Tenant Creek, yeah, maybe, I think it was. Uh, they both I think realized that it, it really was unacceptable, and so they went and found like one of the other two caravan motels to stay in so that i i think they both i mean luke was like how can i say anything and andrew's like no no we wouldn't know i even i realized that this this is not okay so um talking about tenant creek they meet australia's number one <laughs> madonna fan self-proclaimed number one fan i don't know how he can be so sure about that but he is robbie was that his name I yeah i think so yeah and uh they had a uh, conversations with him about uh, how he had flown to United States to see Madonna in concert, how he paid these ungodly amounts of money for tickets, like $3,000 to a Madonna concert. And Luke's like, well, can't you just see Madonna when she comes to Australia? She comes to Australia, right? And he's like, yeah, but that was three years ago. <laughs> I have to see her right. every year. <laughs> exactly. He probably is so- her biggest fan in australia <laughs> probably and it would have been really so, cool to to, to listen hear from to him. him he sounded like an yeah. interesting guy 
Wait, you mean interview him on the podcast? I mean, I don't know. It's a crazy don't idea. Don't talk crazy. It's crazy. You're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. super awkward and embarrassing. I'm not going to do that for my podcast that I get paid for. But okay. whatever. Right. Fair enough. Um, that that kid would have been fucking great. That would have made his life. Yep. If they'd have put his voice on tape and put it on, you know, put it on the the quote unquote radio or podcast. And he seems sort of sassy. Like he was saying, I mean, yeah. he was yeah. calling them out on doing it's a like boring podcast. Doing a boring show, you guys. <laughs> He's never even heard it. And he knows. I love Fantastic. it. I love it. Team Robbie. Yeah. yeah they try to explain it to him. He's, what did they, he was amazed they would do such a boring podcast. Yes. And I was like, I'm with you. <laughs> yep. He was great. Uh, let's see what else in general Australia talk. Uh, Luke went on this tear about the Australian TV host. That's his new favorite TV host who kisses animals on the mouth. I couldn't figure out if this was actually a guy who had any expertise in <laughs> zoology or if he hmm. was like one of those self-proclaimed <laughs> conservationists. Boy. Well, you know, um, like most kisses in the Me Too era, you ha- you need to be pretty sure yeah uh going in that the 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 advance is going to be welcome mm-hmm. there's, you know it's just very dangerous to to be an open mouth uh animal <laughs> kisser i hear like especially in such a, a poisonous country in my head it was like jack Hanna, like a like a wilder right. jack Hanna, yeah uh kind of situation but i don't know teddy bear of a guy you know it's like oh come here come here you lion you <laughs> you know I'm very give a noogie to a to a Bengal tiger. <laughs> I'm very suspicious of conversation or um, conservationalists with no training. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> when the only thing they have going for them is enthusiasm. I'm... It's riveting TV, though. You have to admit, when it's on, you're like, oh, what's going to happen to this fucking? Well, asshole? I will. I will take it from Robert Irwin, who's 14 and the son of Steve Irwin, when he goes on the Tonight Show with Fallon. Those are pretty good segments, mm. but. That kid knows an awful lot about animals already. So other than that, I'd be very wary about this Australian guy. Um, Let's see what else. Uh, Ah, Luke has seen a kangaroo. Yes. And I like this, Meredith. Several former kangaroos. <laughs> it's like Pokemon. They evolve into their next form. That's right. Oh. It's natural. It may, That makes me sad, too. And I, I really, um, what does Andrew say? Associated with? Is that right. the dumb yep. thing that he always says? Mm-hmm. Um, the Roadkill really hurts my heart, too. It makes me really, really sad. And so I try to not look directly at it. And if I yep. do, I'm like, they're just taking a nap. It's okay. <laughs> On the road. It makes me really, really, really sad. So I, I really did feel for him about that. It's it's awful. Let me just throw my viscera out here. Just, Ugh. Uh, no. I'll stretch out for a freeway nap. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they're doing, right? Speaking of freeway nap, who's throwing out the first uh, tollway uh, casualty? What do, what, what do we oh, think is happening boy. out there? Armadillo? Uh, deer? What's... Uh, a possum. Possum, yeah, probably. I, I bet it's a possum because I've seen some in my backyards and I want to... Possums always run them the, over. The favorite. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. have raccoons down there? Yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. I've seen a lot of raccoons I, up here lately on the... Yeah, Having a too. dirt nap. Yeah. I guess an asphalt map. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. I almost forgot this one. Uh, on the show from Cooper Petey, the underground 
town at the opal mine i would really like to visit there to tell you the same truth. i love opals um, that, that perked cool. me up big time i, I do like, too I see opal who, mines. who wants a diamond when you can have an yeah. opal they're so much prettier i know uh, I, I'm pretty sure Opal is my birthstone, actually. So October, mm. I think that's right. Yes. So you know, I, I'm going to go to Cooper PD in the month. You mean May <laughs> slash June? What what month are we in? Well, we're 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 pretty close to it, Hillary. Right now, I, we could probably just take a little. That's right. Short let's just drive go. over there. <gasps> let's let's go. Yeah. Okay. All right, Meredith. I'll All right. After here. this, we're going. <laughs> Pick me up. Okay. okay. For sure. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> So uh, the thing that they're really jazzed about in Cooper PD is there is the prop spaceship from the movie Pitch Black. Um, let's go straight to Mackenzie's Throw Your Phone because he has some good things to say about this. Um, what started as a promising show with Luke shoving his face into a shit cloud. <laughs> we'll get back to that. That's so good. Quickly took a turn for the worse. Five seconds of Wikipedia about the primary attraction you're visiting, mind you, would have revealed that Pitch Black was the first Riddick movie. Also, Kessler Run? <laughs> TBTL is voluntary trolling? Yes, that was Luke's um, Star, uh, Star Wars reference yes. to making the quote-unquote Kessler Run. Any true Star Wars nerd notes that it's the Kessel Run. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which they I did. thought it was the Keebler run and it was in Star Trek. <laughs> no, that's what I do. I make the Keebler runs around the here. The Keebler <laughs> run. <laughs> I've been listening um, yeah. to this podcast that I is essentially about other movies, but it started off as a Star Wars um, podcast. And I didn't want to listen to those because I don't really care that much about Star Wars. But now I feel like I'm a completist, so I have to go back and listen to the original Star Wars episodes. And... They reference this website. I'm sure everybody knows about it, but it makes me laugh. It's called Wikipedia, and it has mm-hmm. like yes. everything Star Wars on it. Everything, every like little bit, you know, racist alien that like George Lucas put in there. They have it. They have a entry. Anyway, sorry. I thought it was a language app when you first mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> Just type that in and see what comes up. You want to do what to me? Whoa. Hey, hey, hey. Is that what he was saying this whole time? Dang. (laughs) I was like, wow. Chewie's filthy. Out of line. (laughs) Out of line, dude. Well, and of course, if you're talking about the Kessel Run, it's an extremely famous line because Mm -hmm. Han Solo says he did it in less than 12 parsecs. Famously, parsecs is a measure of distance and not time. Mm -hmm. So it was a huge mistake, and it's in Luke's brain, and he drags it up but he does it wrong right. as he always does with all science fiction and fantasy quotes i'm including lord of the rings and his many 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 misquotes on lord of the rings um but uh yes pitch black was the first riddick movie they kept calling it chronicles of riddick which was after that <laughs> pitch black was a great yeah, I, I, I am yeah. not into creepy horror type movies, but it was very, very good. And it was the m- movie where Vin Diesel broke big. Yes. It was oh. the first movie where everyone went, whoa, who's this guy? Because he was really good in and, it. And so. now he's just like, hi, guys, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> yeah. He shows up with his own Apple box to stand on. It's like, hey, where do I stand? The, the promotional... Uh, Poster for what was the last Fast and Furious? The, Eight. The Who knows? Laster and the most furious or furious. Um, he and The Rock are like standing next to each other, like you know, almost eye to eye. 
staring at the camera and I'm like well, and you're like he's <laughs> got some lifts on his shoes <laughs> yeah exactly well it's been it's like so a foot and a half <laughs> it's, it's been so long since I saw Pitch Black I watched it many many years ago so I don't really remember what happens but Vin mm-hmm. Diesel is like a really dangerous serial killer who's trapped in a spaceship where the lights have gone out and there's an alien trying to get in. So all the other people on the spaceship are like, uh, who's the real monster here? You know, mm. who do I, who do I have to really be scared of? So it's a great movie. I did not see mm-hmm. it. Was there just one sequel or are there more? I can't remember, but I haven't seen those since I'm kind of opposed to sequels when they're uh, cash grabs. If you're going to get trapped in a spaceship, he's a good one to get trapped in there with because he doesn't take up a lot of space. <laughs> Like if you're in there with the rock, you're like, Jesus Christ, dude, move aside. I'm just trying to get to the bathroom. Your bias against short people is showing, Mike. I know it is. <laughs> wow. They just made another Sorry. chronicle. Wait, let me see. I think there's like a lot of Chronicles of Riddick. Um... I know Judy Dench yeah. was in Chronicles of Riddick, wasn't she? I'll see now. Anytime somebody says the Chronicles of Riddick, then I start thinking of the Chronicles of Narnia and the rap that, the, you remember mm-hmm. that SNL rap and it's like the Chronicles what of Narnia. Like that's what gets stuck in my head. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Sidebar on. Um, all right. So uh, enough science fiction talk, but <laughs> let's mention what, what Mackenzie brought up is Luke putting his face in a shit cloud. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Because Wait. the hotel is what? It it was just such a strange thing that he decided to do to begin with, right? To right. yell yeah. something into a hotel? To what? To like right. broadcast to everyone it was like who's staying there? Guacamole at the uh at the uh guy on the unicycle. Why? What did you think was gonna happen? And why do you think there's a vent pipe in a building? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think his thought process went it's underground. So they have to have some ventilation into the rooms. Well, Luke, it's called HVAC. There, Everyone you know, has to have that, whether they're above yeah. or below ground. But he assumed the pipe sticking up would be some sort of vent, and it's not until he put his face in it to play a little pranky prank and holler down at the random strangers. He can't ask people to do an interview on his podcast, but he can yell at strangers. I I don't know, but it wasn't until he did that he realized, oh, it's... um. It's a toilet ventilation. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. And he got a nice face full of that. Well, he so. deserved that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that was good. That was extremely entertaining. Satisfying. And uh, finally, in the throw. I hope, I hope some minor was in that room that hadn't taken a shit in like <laughs> five days in the outback mm-hmm. and just had just really, really growled one out. And like, all right. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Finally. We learn that the flies in Australia in the outback are terrible, which we knew beforehand mm-hmm. because of all the people that wrote in and were like, the flies are terrible. Uh, that would be a deal breaker. <laughs> That's yeah, not me. news. And it, they sound That's like bad, it's yeah. maybe not the worst thing in the world. But like if you go up to even the upper peninsula of Michigan has a huge black fly problem if you're on the beach Mm -hmm. so i've had to actually leave the beach because i was getting swarmed by and bitten by black flies and it's misery it's just like i don't care enough about this beach to stay through this it's horrible i've had the same thoughts that luke has about him like where why are 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 all of you here (laughs) what are you maybe the kangaroos the former kangaroos (laughs) because 
because why you keep jumping on humans but you know you know uh hopefully we're, we're back in the car and we're not dead so you're really not going to get anything out of this relationship but uh yeah i i've had that thought like when i was out in the middle of nowhere and flies would be everywhere I'm like, what what you you were waiting for me because this isn't going to work out for y'all i'm not going to let you have this yeah. Ugh, just the idea of like flies crawling up my nostrils uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no thank you Teresa no, Russell you. needs to get after these flies mm-hmm. keep yeah, her around yeah she's not interested in those though she just wants ex-hubbies in the, she wants to bite you web. I don't know if they uh, have black widow <sighs> spiders indigenous to Australia, but I'm, if they don't, I'm sure you could just bring her in and the Australians would be fine with oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would uh, help complete their uh, EGOT of, of deadly <laughs> right. or whatever they're, they're going for. Their spider slam or whatever we're going to call it. Um, well, we've talked about poop. Meredith, let's go on to food. <laughs> okay. We did this backwards, I guess. Um, food was a big topic this week. Um because it's always a big topic every week. And since they're on the road and they're in the middle of nowhere, they don't have all their options and Luke doesn't have vegetarian food and they're eating just random gas station garbage. Um, Andrew discovers that he loves something called spag bowl, which he thought was spaghetti bowl for quite a while. <laughs> Cause that's something that thing people say. All sure. The time. Sure. I mean, it's Australia. Oh, the taste of the bowl. I mean, the spaghetti flavor is fine, but it was really the taste of the bowl. It's like ceramic. It's really just, nice. Yeah. It puts it and he finally top. realizes later in the week, so we can stop just crying to ourselves that it's <laughs> spaghetti bolognese. That's what he's talking about. <laughs> well, I did love Luke was like, I mean, I guess that's a popular dish here. I'm like, it's a popular dish everywhere. everywhere. Right. Talking about I don't even really love pasta that much. And I'm like, no, everywhere it's popular. It's popular. Oh, yeah. Emily makes it all the time. It's wonderful and easy and great. Um, One of the first food stories was that Luke got a vegetable pasty from a gas station and said it was the most terrible thing he'd ever eaten. And then I just had to mention this because you don't mess with a Michigander and their pasties. He says, I think it's called a pasty somewhere else. (laughs) It's not called that. It's a pasty. Um, a pasty is uh, what you put on your nipples yep. before you go out <laughs> to do your burlesque show. Something real different. Maybe those I ladies of the night at your hotel could tell you more about those. Um, they, at one point, go to a grocery store, and Andrew buys the most random assortment of things that he can't use at all because he doesn't have any of the equipment to cook it. So he got some chicken tendies. Which is a delight. I love it's that. It's so cute. I love it. Um, French bread pizza, and you have to have an oven for both of those. And so he ends up giving them away. And then he also bought soap, towels, paper plates for some reason. What? Uh-huh. You're staying in hotels. I mean, why? <laughs> they provide those things at hotels. Even ones in the outback have soap and towels. I'd be willing to bet. Yep. Um, yep. That was interesting that he just didn't even think, are these fully cooked until he had purchased it and gotten it back to the hotel. And then he was like, oh, Oh. whoops. Yeah. And French bread pizza in the microwave is the saddest meal I can think of. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like soggy. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those, uh, those complimentary hand towels, sadly, will never have any (laughs) pizza sauce. (laughs) on them uh so when he gives his oven food away the employees at the the caravan park is that what we're calling it uh-huh 
um, they they are very grateful and they try to exchange him a sandwich for it, which is very sweet. Um, they sounded like yeah, but like he wouldn't gems. take it. Well, of course not. Just take the fucking sandwich. <laughs> just say yes. Just say thank you. Be gracious. Yes. I've had this argument well, with people before. Weird. They're like, well, I don't want it. And I'm like, I don't care. They're giving you a thing. Take it and be gracious uh-huh. about it. Ugh. They're, they're, so, they're so picky about, like, I, they're traveling through a place that, I mean, I've said this a thousand times, but it's like they're traveling through basically Arizona, the middle of Arizona, around no cities, and they're going to be like, I don't want this kind of sandwich. Like, what dainty little <laughs> Again, babies. Again, beggars can't be choosers. No. Like, you had nothing to do with the hotel selection. You shut your mouth about the yes. hotel. Yeah. And haven't we all had a, a sandwich in our possession um, that we didn't really care for, but we're so hungry that we of opened course. up and found a way yes. to eat some parts of the sandwich. Right. If nothing else, Luke could have taken the meat out right, yes. and just right. eaten the bread and whatever else was on there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah, again, you know, in Australia and mostly what they're talking about is food and poop. So those were our two <laughs> main segments. Honestly, our show sheet is mostly mm-hmm. food and poop talk. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, um, well, this is a section called Podcasters Anonymous. This is a little segment. Um, Luke's having a hard time ordering non-alcoholic beverages in Australia. Um, he ended up with a Coke and he actually wanted a Diet Coke. I mean, I, <laughs> it's, it, it just kind of goes along with the whole theme of them being you know, as they've gotten older, they've been really, really kind of picky and not diva-ish, but kind of wanting exactly what they want and being surprised when someplace with, you know, a population of what a, a thousand maybe at best, like doesn't have a wide variety of soft drinks. Um, right. They have four different kinds of sodas. Yes. And that's I was very interested in that glass jar of water. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> Sounds delightful, but unsafe, potentially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Like a rinsed out pickle jar yep. or something full of water. Yeah. yeah where did this water come from? It. How long was Have it left water. open? Hmm. But I was laughing. I listened to that episode twice and had a different reaction each time. <laughs> the first time I was like, Ugh, and then the second time I was thirsty. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> drink like, that. give me a fucking... I was just imagining, you know, there's this whole, I mean, it's sort of waning a little bit, but, you know, there's this whole, like, kind of cutesy culture of having mason jars as, your, as your cup. It's never going to die. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, look how, uh, you know, down home we are. So that's what I was thinking that these people were doing, except they were probably doing it honestly. Like, here's some jars. <laughs> these are the vessels we have because we're in the middle of nowhere. I don't like that mason jar thing, number one, because they have the threads on the jar Yes. Lip. So you have to like yep. drink it's around a bad it. Cup. Like it hurts your teeth. Like mm-hmm. it's thick glass. Yeah. No, I agree. It, it is not comfortable. It just. I just use straws, <laughs> so I don't worry about it. I use mason jars um, and bell jars for storing flour because I don't want moths to get in. Yeah. And I feel like Perfectly a little acceptable. bit of a douche doing that. But it's. I'm not trying to be twee. I'm trying to be practical. <laughs> You're not going to have it at your next wedding, like as the, <laughs> the, the flowers, the, the wild flowers will be just randomly placed in mason jars. Perfectly imperfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Um, I, I am interested. I thought about this and I don't know his life, but it does seem like this, you know, not drinking is going spectacularly well for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that it's, mm-hmm. it's you know, manifested itself in other weird ways of obsessions. But um, it, 
it has been going really well. I mean, I think about if I couldn't drink when I didn't drink when I was pregnant, I hated being around people who were drinking. Oh, and I'm sure yeah. that you could tell me and people who I've said this before, people who are drunk or tipsy think that they're very people quote unquote myself think that they're very charming <laughs> and wise and they are not they are the opposite of that um so I can't imagine like voluntarily wanting to be around it I would think I would I would be like you know I'm just gonna go to my hotel or whatever but he seems to be really okay with it which is healthy I guess I don't know no I'm pleased he, with how well he's done and how yeah. it seems like if you know he's probably not telling us everything I'm sure he faces temptation oh, sure. and stuff but he seems to be holding really strong on it and I'm it, proud of if, him if, yeah it feels like he likes the social aspect mm-hmm. of the bar just as much I, I think it's so funny but the place where he has the trouble is going into places and saying that he doesn't drink yes like right. at this bar. So he doesn't mind not drinking. He just minds having to ask for something non-alcoholic yeah. because he thinks it makes him, you know, seem unmasculine or whatever. I don't know. Sort of like how exactly he does psychology. It. Yeah. Like he doesn't mind doing a podcast, but he does not want to tell people that he does a podcast. Right. I mean, I think I think it's human nature, but I I like to think a lot of times about when I'm really stressed out or upset about something. And uh, my husband has lovingly pointed out that sometimes I care too much what other people think. And so I try to really, like, get to the core of that because it doesn't, you know, it really doesn't matter what other people think. And that is the core of Luke's stress. You're right, Anne. Mm -hmm. It's like, what are other people going to think of me? And it's like, nobody actually is ever thinking about you for the most part. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Especially, like, in the outback of Australia. Nobody fucking cares. Right. I think he's... Sorry, and I, I, I really think he is. Um, he still is trying to hang on to the. I mean, he's doing fantastic, but I think he's still trying to hang on to the bad boy, yeah, mm-hmm. right, uh, image in, in his industry or whatever. And and then you know, just ordering a, a water with this, uh, with the lime, you know, that just doesn't fit with that. So he feels less than in that persona. So I think he's going to have to work that out. Which I don't think it'll it'll be a problem in the long run. No, yeah. and I think it's it's really interesting how he's coming to some realizations. Like he was talking about whatever that friend of his is, who when Luke told him he wasn't drinking anymore, the friend was kind of like, "Oh, thank God," because I didn't mm. want to go on the Burbank party train because that's, that's so hard for everybody else. Yeah. I, I mean, well, your your friend group changes, and I mean everything changes. Like you find out the people that were just tolerating you, you find out the people that that um you know liked the party you or whatever now they're gone, yeah, you know, yeah, no big deal, but I mean that should that all that all peels away, and he's getting there. Yeah. I'm really proud yeah. of him too, yeah, no, oh, I'm sorry, I meant to say fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is l r b after all, so fuck him, yeah, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. I know I, because I am like a like I said, like a nosy psychopath. I'm always like, oh, I want to know, you know, does he go to meetings? Like, how is he dealing with blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that he's, I mean, that is something he needs to keep to himself because in whatever way he's doing it, yep. it's working for him. So who am I to judge or, you know, think he's doing something wrong? Um, it seems like he's doing really well. So mm-hmm. go for him. But also stop caring about what other people are thinking because they don't really care. I'm saying Hillary, that partially to myself. <laughs> semi-related question, Hillary. Yes. When you are out in the evening in a car, say Dave's driving and you're in the passenger seat, do you look into everybody else's windows to try and figure out what they're doing? <laughs> Literally, like, never. 
I do what? that all because the time. That's totally what I do. I do that because I want to see. Well, I want to see what people are watching on TV if they're weird yes. enough to have oh. just their TV there with with yeah. no curtains, and I want to see how they decorate their house. Yes. I don't really care about people the people themselves. I want to see their no. stuff. Oh. Huh? Let me think. I mean, I'm a, more of the driver in the situation. That's sexist, Dan. Um, I usually am the one that's well, driving. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. No, I just, I'm meaning I don't want you peering into other people's houses while you're driving. <laughs> right. No, but I'm trying to think if I do. Maybe I do. But I feel like I haven't come upon somebody with like no, you know, curtains or whatever or you know some sort of window treatment but um but yeah I mean of course I want to know what everybody's doing I want to know 110 (laughs) percent of what everybody is doing at all times the other day uh, these girls in my office were get like they were meeting with somebody who's my boss kind of like four of them were meeting and I'm like I didn't think it was about me but I messaged one of them like what's going on is there drama and she was like no he just wanted to like check in and see you know if I was doing okay and I'm like I wasn't disappointed but I'm like I need to be apprised of what exactly is going on when I in my old 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 all right Hillary and I just put the in the slack channel I just put a link to the uh, Black Widow cam so you'll be up yes on what's going on over here I'm so excited when I was um, at like a super long time ago, I was an assistant to the an assistant to this guy, and he gave me access. I don't know why to his email. Like I had access to his contacts, you know, and I had access to his um, calendar, which is great. Oh, but for some reason, bad, bad idea. He gave me bad access idea. to his email because he like wanted me to respond, no. like on behalf of him. No. And I remember the day I discovered Mark is unread, and I was so <laughs> excited. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, this is like 2006 or something, and I oh, yeah, there no. was an email from his girlfriend, his now his wife, and it was like, "You embarrassed me in front of your friends," and I think I forwarded it to myself because I'm <gasps> psychotic. <laughs> oh. I felt really bad after that because she's a nice person. He was an okay guy, but uh, but yes, no, I want. I I might peer in if I had the chance, but I also want to read your email and be in your <laughs> and be in your therapy appointment. <laughs> uh, yeah, mine needs some therapy. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, the last uh, segment we have is we already sort of touched on this a little bit, but it's about <laughs> it's called Dreamcatcher Catcher, which is a perfect uh, title for it. Andrew had a dream that people broke into his room to attack him, and he had to fend them off with recording equipment. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this was all, and I think this was when Luke was being sort of sweet, because he's like, oh my god, I made you have that mm-hmm. bad dream. Like, that was my Do you fault. think that's true, though? I uh, That always no. seems a little self-centered to me when it's like, oh, you know, I had everything to do with you having that dream. I think it probably maybe it tipped him over into having the dream. Yeah. But, you know, I think he was otherwise so anxious and probably yeah. thinking about, you know, how are we going to record? How is it going to be uploaded? You know, blah, 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 that all that. You know what choice. tipped him over? I think I know what tipped Andrew over. It was that slightly negative slack comment. Mm. <laughs> That's a good point. And there was listeners breaking into the room. It was LRB. It was all of it us. It was us hosts. Yes. I mean, well, it's not that far of a drive. We it could have been us. <laughs> True. Hey, honestly, what if we were there? We, I mean, you don't know what we're doing, what we did last we week. We are there. What are you talking about? 
I mean, but like also in Alice Springs. In his dream. <laughs> We're just stalking them along the highway of Australia. What's the movie with like Leonardo DiCaprio? The um <laughs> the one where Beach. No, 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 no. I mean, yes. Catch but... me if you can. No. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, the dream one. The um, oh, Inception. Oh, Inception. <laughs> we incepted Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it happened. Um, and it, oh, on that, there's a throw your phone from Scott, um, and he says, "Hug your phone." Andrew finally has some interesting dream related content in Australia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it is. It, this one, this dream is such a direct correlation of just being stressed out. You know, that's just yeah. how it works. Oh, yeah. Hey, you guys hold him down. I'm going to go find an oven and cook these notes. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants dipping sauce? <laughs> uh, and that's well, basically, that's Australia for you. I mean, I guess we have the one, you know, on Monday. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly when they're supposed to be back. Maybe today and Monday's going to be their buffer day. Um, and we'll hear what actually happens uh, in Larima. The mm-hmm. the 12,000 podcasters to roam through Larima. They're like, get the fuck out of here. Who are you? Go away. <laughs> Honestly, I, I'm i kind of amazed that Larima captured their interest yeah. like this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it was that got them stuck on Larima and going there. Yeah. I actually don't even recall the story or care to, or I'm, I mean, I don't know. It I, was... I guess I didn't listen very hard at, at first telling. Cause it, maybe I wasn't on the recap that week, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm lost on why we're in Larima. I mean, it was, I have no fucking idea. It's a very like my favorite murder story. Right. You know I mean? It's kind of a weirdo mm-hmm. murder story, but yeah, it seems not up their alley, but I don't know. But I forget. Did they fi- see? This is how long ago it was, and how uninterested I was. Did they ever find a body, or was it just the guy disappeared? I think the latter. But I, yeah, I also when they're talking about it, I'm like, where? What? What happened? I don't know. We'll see. And it's a town of twelve people because we all know that towns are bubbles, so there could be no one else passing in or out. It had to be one of those 12 townspeople that killed them. It's like an Agatha Christie mystery set in the outback. Ooh, well, the problem with that is, is to get justice out there, you need a jury and you've just now you've oh. killed someone and you can't even have that. Oh. Yeah. And these guys, these guys are regular, like Nancy Drews. They're, they're out there <laughs> noticing everything and solving. So all curious time. about the world. Yes. Yes. So curious. <laughs> Um, well, final thoughts. That's a good spoofer. I can't believe you told that joke. We got to throw your phone from Lauren that I thought, yeah, that's probably the best point of the week. Uh, Lauren said, Andrew's Andrew and Cooper bout of uncontrollable <laughs> giggling about the turtle clip art on Friday's show slayed me. I didn't even put this in the notes because I just had it with poop talk yeah. and... Yeah. Funny clip art poop talk <laughs> was not even going to make the list, yeah. but it. Uh, was Lauren, I'm with you. I was. It was great. His reaction it was to it so was great. Funny. Yes, the story itself I wasn't into, yeah. but Andrew busting into giggles while trying to get through the description of it was pretty good. Yeah. And Luke seeing the picture across from him <laughs> in Andrew's lap and just being like, "Don't, don't." <laughs> 
don't don't do it. Don't say it. Don't bring it up. Andrew really did lose it. He was like, I've never, I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> it was great. It was great. So uh, my favorite um, spoof of the week, my favorite spoof in a long time was uh, when they were talking about <laughs> canceling their reservations at the one hotel at the one uh car car park what are they caravan called? park caravan park <laughs> and and going to the other place that that uh, uh i i forget how he phrased it but luke just hoped that andrew didn't lose his like a uh, hilton murder <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> he said something earlier in the week too about staying in the robbery district that was pretty good <laughs> the robbery district <laughs> <laughs> good stuff good stuff as they say on sports radio yep <laughs> um so what's the must listen i <sighs> the shows were all sort of of a piece yeah you know in yeah. the week yeah so i guess if you want to hear about luke putting his face into the shit cloud. <laughs> yep. I think that was 2911. Yeah, that was the funny. Tuesday show. After he inhales a shit cloud, you can quit anytime after that, <laughs> but just make sure you get to that. Of all the places that they went to, that was the one that I had the like I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. I mean, not sticking my face yeah. into a shit cloud, but I like enjoy underground <laughs> things and I their awe of it was translated whereas the rest of it just seemed like drudgery a little bit that was like oh this is so cool it looks so different you know it looks like this alien planet um i i thought that that sounded really cool Mm -hmm. i would say i think it was the wednesday show when they got into the i feel bad that i made you feel bad well i feel bad that i made you feel bad that i made (laughs) you made me feel bad i was like okay come on guys guys let's move on they got a little road crazy i think by the end of it they started to get a little loopy yeah, they towards did. the end of yep. the week. <laughs> yeah, turtle. Yeah. <laughs> Sploosh. <laughs> so gross. God. Oh no, that's on the list of band words for sure. Yeah, let's never say that again. <laughs> Wait, let me type it in right now and see what I get. Oh. Wow. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. Shall we get to some housekeeping, please? Yes. Please. All right, I'm not gonna do the voice. Um, Check out our merch at littleredbandwagon.com. We've got some amazing stuff, and you're going to want to have a T-shirt when you come to the picnic, at least. Um, our archive project is still going on. Contact Christy to get involved with that. Um, and if you ever shop on Amazon, which I know you do, use our link, which is littleredbandwagon.com slash Amazon. Just make that your Amazon bookmark. That's what I do. And they haven't caught on that I'm involved with the show yet, so every purchase that I cool. make gives us a couple pennies, and I make a lot of purchases <laughs> on Amazon. So yes. that would really help us out. That's a great way to support us if you can't or don't want to uh, give us directly jam money. So um please feel free to use that link and if you would like to get involved in the show you can visit our website at littleredbandwagon.com that's where the shop button is Uh, you can send us your commentary at throwyourphone.com as we said at the top of the show we really love it and it is a joy to read everybody's Mm -hmm. emails and we we welcome them all uh, even if you want to be critical of us, I mean, LRB is the place for criticism, man. We'll take it. Yeah. Uh, you can come visit us on Facebook. If we remember to post the show on there, which we don't <laughs> always, 
The show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. You can email us longer things at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. And the voicemail and text is 802-432-TBTL. That's 802-432-8285. Fax Bobby that butt. Come on, guys. <laughs> Australian butts. We got to go to Bondi Beach and take some yes. butt pictures. Oh, yeah. And then we'll fax them over to Bobby. Bobby is not in Australia because he had a... He had a he concert had a or something. <laughs> I love that he that kept thing. him from Australia. <laughs> yeah. But you can fax him that Bondi butt at 617-354-8513. And with that, Hillary, get us out of here. All right. Until next time. Good day, mates. And this is the next party. <laughs> uh, we love you, Jen. Nailed it. That was a great clap. Thank you. That was. Good day, mate, is oh. apparently the only thing I... I can't say it. It's the only, like, Australianism that... <laughs> That's the safest one. <laughs> I do like how you said it. Good day. Good day. <laughs> good yeah. day, mate. And a good day to you, mate, as well. <laughs> May I interest you in a poor boy? A poor boy. A poor boy. Right.